Welcome back to Let's Vibe Podcast hosted by Vibe with Aid. Today we have our next guest on Let's Vibe. I am so excited because I invited my friend Rachel onto the podcast to share her tips on creating festival outfits. So let's vibe into today's episode. Happy Monday. Good morning. How are we all doing? I'm having my tea. I'm going to have another little sip just to wake up, but hopefully you guys are having your coffee. You're getting ready for the day. I'm getting ready for another week. I'm so happy to have you here. So thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. It's Saturday. Like I'm always recording on Saturday mornings. And I'm feeling really good. I had a good week. I'm excited for the vibe check and to catch you guys up on everything that's been going on. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I'm really happy to have you here. It really means a lot to me. In today's episode, we're doing a festival fashion episode with my girl Rachel, also known as Little Cheese Stick and also known as Queen of a Kind. And we'll talk a little bit about that. She is my go-to girl for creating festival outfits, and some of your favorite looks that I've worn to festivals were created with the help of her. So I'm excited to have her on today. I talked to her last night when we recorded, and we just talked about everything from festival fashion evolution to her best tips, as well as some other fun stuff that she's involved with, her favorite festivals, etc., etc., So I am really excited for you guys to get to finally meet her and get to know her on a more personal level since you guys might have just seen her in the cross vlogs and you might have seen her here and there. So as you're listening to today's episode, make sure you tag me on Instagram where you're listening from today, as well as if you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. And if you aren't, share this podcast with a friend today. As always, if you have any feedback, questions, topic ideas, or guests you want me to have on the show, be sure to email letsvibepodcast at vibewith8.com. This week, I'm switching it up and going to start featuring some of the Vibe Tribe members that support this podcast as a thank you. I need to think of a catchy name, but I think it's just going to be Vibe Tribe Member of the Week for now until we come up with something a little bit catchier. But the first person I wanted to shout out is Lauren Hutzel. She has listened to every episode. She tags me every week that she's listening. So thank you, Lauren, for all of the support. You are so awesome, and I can't wait to see you at a festival again soon. Um, She has been killing it with her content lately. She is so creative. If you guys want to check out her Instagram, it's at Lauren underscore Hutzel. And her looks, you guys, are just so insane to me. Her makeup, her outfits, accessories, everything is just always so crazy. So I thought that was pretty fitting that we have a festival fashion episode to feature someone that is also festival fashion savvy. She also has an Etsy shop called Nomad Candy that I have a couple of chokers from. I wore a choker last night. Um, And I got a belt from her. Her stuff is so cute and very minimalistic style, but it's like so cute. I don't know how to describe it, but definitely go check her out on Etsy. And just wanted to thank you, Lauren, for the support as always. Thanks for listening. And yeah, let's get into the vibe check now. 
So if you guys are new to my podcast, I always do a vibe check at the top of the episode to check in with you guys as what's been going on in my life. And hopefully it helps you check in with yourself, check in with the people in your life. Um, I think it's such a crazy time we're living in. So I think it's really important to take the time to rest and to look inward, check in with yourself, see what you need to do and stuff like that. I've really been prioritizing my mental health um, during this time because it's such a weird time. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys like these vibe checks. A lot of the vibe tribe members have really liked it. So what we'll do is we will take three deep breaths. So we'll inhale it in and exhale it back out. Another one in and back out. Last one in. Hold it. Three, two, one, and exhale it out. So how am I feeling today? Do I like this feeling? What could make today better? What could I affirm for myself? What am I grateful for today? And I'll go ahead and answer these questions and you can think about it yourself. Today I'm feeling good. I feel really good. I had my live stream last night. So thanks to everyone that joined the live stream on YouTube and Instagram. We did a little get ready with me, which was really fun. And then I also had a live on Instagram with Emma on Thursday, which was so awesome. Her and I both had like a high after that. We were like so just like happy. It just went so well. And the conversations we had were really great. And yeah, so I've just been doing really well. Work was a little slow this week, but I think it was fine. I just have people, I'm like waiting for people to get back to me. So I was kind of just having to like make use of my time. Um, but we still made it through. It was still a pretty good week. I also finished the 30-day shuffle challenge. I finished it yesterday, so I was off by a day, which wasn't a big deal. I had to take a lot of rest days because of my ankles were getting really sore from all of the Charlestons and cowtails and spins and everything like that. This is my first time shuffling, shuffling consistently ever for like more than like a couple of days in a row, so my ankles were definitely feeling it. But that shuffle challenge was so awesome to do and I feel so much better. I took videos comparing day one and day 30 and my mind is blown how much I've been able to grow in just 30 days. So yeah, I'm going to take a break and I will have a video coming out about my experience of doing a shuffle challenge as well as some tips um, just to help you guys out if you are interested in shuffling a little bit more during this time. And so yeah, that'll be coming out and I'm going to take a break from shuffling for about a week just to like give my body some rest. And then I'll probably hop onto the May challenge when I can and maybe take some virtual classes. Who knows, but we're doing really good. Also, I'm turning 25 next week. Today, next week, one week from today, I will be turning 25. Which also reminds me we will not be having a Let's Vibe episode for next week, you guys, just so you guys know. It's my birthday weekend. I don't want to work really. I'm trying to work ahead of time, but I think I'm just going to take a week off of the podcast next week so there will be no new episode of Let's Vibe, unfortunately. But I just wanted to be able to enjoy my 25th birthday weekend, even though it's going to be in quarantine. I don't know. I just really want to be able to spend time with the people that I can, even if it's virtually do things that really make me happy, support the businesses that I want to support and order in and stuff like that. So I am really excited for that. And we're kind of leading up to that. So the next vibe check in two weeks, we'll have a lot to discuss. (laughs) 
Um, what could I do to make what I'm feeling better? Is there a need to? I'm a little tired, so I feel like I might need a nap later today. We'll see. I got maybe seven hours of sleep, but I still feel kind of tired. I didn't stay up that late, but my body clock woke me up. So three things I am grateful for today. I wrote today, I think I put, I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to have a Saturday to just kind of do whatever I want. Um, I normally don't get this feeling. Like sometimes I feel like I constantly have Saturdays that are just so booked with stuff. And today we have an open Saturday and I'm excited to just, you know, see what happens. We're all, I also have a Zoom call later today that I'm excited about getting with some of the YouTube creators and everything like that. And then... Um, the last thing I am grateful for is the shuffle challenge. I really loved doing that challenge and it helped me grow in so many ways. And so that was definitely a peak of my April being able to do that and step out of my comfort zone and get more comfortable with shuffling and everything. Yeah, 10 out of 10 I recommend that. <laughs> and then my affirmation for today. So for those that don't know what an affirmation is, it's something that you just affirm for yourself. It's like a mantra in a way, but something that you want to carry with you throughout your day, throughout your week, month, whatever it may be. So for mine, I've been saying lately, my life is abundant. So when you come from an abundant standpoint, that means you don't think your life is lacking anything or that there is scarcity in your life. You basically accept everything that you have and say like I have everything I need everything I need is within me or I have everything I need at my fingertips whatever it may be so I've really been trying to come from this abundance mindset because I do have everything I need um I think I I think when you live in a scarcity type mindset it gets you in a very negative place but coming from a place of gratitude and abundance is also a really great way to have a perspective on your life that you do have everything you need um, once you start putting a little gratitude towards it, you know, having a roof over your head, being able to feed yourself, having family and friends and all that stuff. Um, yeah, so I've really been saying I, my life is abundant lately. That is it for this week's vibe check. I'm going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Hi. So for this week's break, I am going to start featuring some of the rave brands and festival brands that I love supporting and that support me as well. Um, these aren't sponsored by any means. I am just doing this out of the kindness of my heart because I understand what's going on. And a lot of these raveware festival brands, they rely on, you know, festivals to happen. Um, and a lot of them are pivoting their styles, they're offering masks, they're going to start offering different styles so that they can kind of adapt to the scenery that's going on. So this week, the brand I wanted to feature is Rave With Me Hente. They have been um, a longtime supporter of mine and I have been a huge supporter of theirs. When I finally got to work with them last year, that was a big moment for me because I had loved them for so long. Um, they have a bunch of masks on their website and some of them may not be um, have the cotton filter or anything like that, but you can easily add one to it. She, Belle, is, <laughs> Belle is the owner. She has also just came out with a Rave With Me Hente kind of like revival series. 
Um, I think that's the official name. Let me double check on that. Okay, so I just looked it up. It is Rave With Me Hente Revival. And so it, on her website, it says, we're starting a new initiative on the website because we want to keep things fun around here. We're allowing you guys to enter the Rave With Me Hente vault and order select older pieces that we no longer offer. This is another way we're making an effort to be resourceful and use the materials and fabric fabrics we have instead of buying them new. This creates less waste by not piling onto our plethora of materials and a cool way to bring back iconic pieces. We're doing this initiative as we go, which means we may change things up going with the flow. This week, we're doing hot shorts and high waist bottoms. This is a separate section that's specifically for revival pieces. All pieces are first come, first serve basis, made to order three to five weeks. We're able to do this because we have some of the fabrics in our studio, so that means limited availability. More to come and more to revive. Step into the vault, babes. So yeah, I think that's super awesome for them to be doing. Um, I know Belle is very passionate about sustainability. She's also vegan. And I think it's a great thing that they're doing in this time. She's also been testing out different types of cuts of tops. So she just posted on her Instagram a black kind of workout top, which I am definitely here for. If I can wear it to the rave, but then also to work out, I would love that. Um, so yeah, that is the brand I wanted to feature this week. I'll be featuring some other ones. If you do decide to support Rave With Me Hunte, you can use Vibe With Aid 10 to save. I don't make any commission off that code. That really just helps me as an ambassador show that I am promoting that code and that I am offering my support to this brand. So I do really appreciate it if you do use the code. It is Vibe With Aid 10, and that's going to be at Rave With Me Hunte. That is it for this week's brand feature. Now let's get back into today's episode. All right, you guys, like I've said so many times, I'm so excited, so freaking excited to have my bestie Rachel on Let's Buy podcast today. Our conversation was really great. She's so easy to talk to. She's my fellow Capricorn sister. I'm a Capricorn rising, so we kind of just get each other. Um, we've known each other since 2017 and met at EDC 2017 at Rufus du Soul set. Ever since then, we've been friends. We stayed connected through social media. Our whole friendship has been a lot of social media and texting. And then we would see each other at certain festivals. And then at Cross this past year was our first time actually going to a festival together. And it was so much fun. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to go to Coachella together. And we talk about some other festivals we want to go to together. She also has the Insomniac Passport, so I asked her a couple questions about that for those that might be interested in doing that one day. But yeah, we talk all the time about festivals, fashion, TikTok, and so much more. I wanted to bring her on today because she has become a queen of creating festival outfits. She has her own brand, Queen of a Kind, which I have her talk a little bit more about, which is her styling page. She helps create and curate outfits for queens and kings of music festivals. Um, and I thought it'd be fun to go down memory lane of our festival fashion outfits, as well as getting her best tips to creating an outfit. So without further ado, let's welcome Rachel to Let's Vibe podcast. All righty. First off, it's Friday night, you guys, and we're recording this episode. So cheers. <laughs> Say hello to the YouTube fam and everything. 
This is an unusual start to having a guest on my podcast, but for Rachel, this is what we do. This is one of my best friends, Rachel. Little cheese stick, also known as queen of a kind, all the things. I did a little bit of an intro of her. She's my go-to gal when it comes to festival outfits, so I really wanted to have her on the podcast to talk about creating festival outfits, but also like our festival fashion evolution, because I feel like we both have had a glow up, like an insane glow up. That's just a like, little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. I think it's so fun to look back on. And I think it'd be fun to kind of talk about it. Because for people coming into the racing, I feel like it can be overwhelming and intimidating to see all these girls and like, done up outfits and everything. And like, I would be intimidated. It wasn't like that when we started. So I feel like it would be good to just kind of like show that you can start. And then as you get more into the racing, the festival scene, you'll like accumulate more stuff and like figure out what you like to wear and all that stuff. But I will go ahead and let Rachel introduce herself. So hi, I'm Rachel, um, a little cheese stick. Um, I live in San Diego right now. Um, I've been raving since... 2016, um, four years, so it doesn't seem like too much, but it has been a long ride. Yeah. <laughs> um, me and Aid met at EDC 2017. Yeah. I think day yeah. one at the main stage. I remember that. <laughs> With our was no, it? oh no, um, no, we were at Cosmic Meadow. <laughs> yeah, it was day two. Rufus day two was Alice in Wonderland, Rufus, Lewis Child, and Porter. Like the best five hours of my life. <laughs> I didn't leave at all. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. And how old are you? 24. 24. Same as you. For a week I know. <laughs> yeah. For a week more. She's also yes, a Capricorn, yes. everyone, in case anyone's wondering, because yeah. I always know that I always stuff. I wonder if I look like a Capricorn or like act like one. I don't know. Because I don't resonate with a lot of it. Like, the colors of Capricorn is hideous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's but you also have, you have an Aries part to you, don't you? Mm -hmm. I think it's my rising, I believe, or my moon. See, I think you fit that one a lot more. Mm -hmm. More fiery. Yeah, definitely. That's why I was yeah. like, kind of more having, like, an Earth. But we're both Earth signs, so always got to have both my Taurus girl. Yeah. <laughs> What's been your favorite festival that you've been to? Honestly, hands down, Coachella is still my number one, besides Cross. Um, just because I love that it's more interactive and able to, like, run around the entire place the whole time. Um, that's the one thing. Like, I still can't watch the Coachella Rewind on YouTube right now because I know, like, mm -hmm. how it feels like it. Yeah. I think it was just the first music festival rather than, like, a full-on rave that I went to. And it's just so fun. Like, everybody always talks so much crap about it and stuff and like it's hard but I think it's one of the best just from the fashion to the people and the amount of stages and all that kind of stuff yeah and then my second best would definitely be cross <laughs> and I can I can That's vouch just... for that one now <laughs> also um uh, me and Aid gonna... went this past year yeah cross was so much fun <laughs> I can't wait to go back I don't think they'll have it in September but mm. I can't wait to go back already Yes, yes. <laughs> also have the Insomniac Passport, right? I do, yes. So I luckily, for like people who don't know, the Insomniac Passport was like randomly emailed out to people. Um, 
it was kind of hard in the beginning because some people were like, I've gone to every single fest for the past five years and I didn't get it. And some people who only went to one festival got it. Um, so it's just a random thing that Pasquale tried doing. I was lucky enough to get it. And at first I was like, I don't know if I really want to do it because it's kind of pricey. Um, I pay for the US Max Passport. And that means that I can go to all the U.S. festivals, so EDC in Vegas, I can go to all the California shows, and then I can go to EDC Orlando as well. Um, and then I can also go to the shows in L.A. Um, that are at different things, like the Shrine, the Auditorium, like all that kind of stuff. I didn't yeah. know the shows were included in it, too. That's awesome. Yeah, that's at the, like, top tier that I, like, signed up for. And it's nice, because it's $20 no matter what. And if you're paying for that $90 monthly, you're like, okay, might as well go to a show. So it's nice because you get first access to like um, Alice in Wonderland's warehouse, to, like show was on it. Um, every time like Slander comes down, like Chris Lake, I remember last year when he did his shrine thing, that was on there too. Um, so it's really nice. It's definitely hard because it makes you want to go to more festivals because you're like, Why yeah. Not? Like I normally wouldn't have, like I went to Audio and Countdown this year um, and I normally wouldn't have gone to both, but I was like, they're $20. Might as well. And then a lot of them too, you can upgrade to VIP for pretty cheap. Um, so I actually reserved an EDC Las Vegas one for only $80. Wow. So, and I was like, going to make my return, but it's postponed. So we'll see maybe in 2021. But yeah. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I was telling Emma, I was like, by this point, I might make my return to EDC just for the heck of it next year. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Was, it, was, it, was this year supposed to be the 20th one or... It was the 10th anniversary for it being in Vegas, but then it's oh, okay. the 20th next year anyway. Like, there's another anniversary, I think, next year. So okay, it's going to be kind of like a double whammy next year, I feel like, because we won't have it. Well, if it doesn't happen in September, but yeah. we'll see about that. <laughs> It'll be interesting, yeah. But he was already pulling out all the stops, and he added, like, two new uh, stages, and then he – is using the full track this time instead of like a portion of it that like the it was closed off to and stuff. So as much of a struggle EDC was those years that we went, but we did it at 115 degrees in May, yeah. I think in, wait, in June. And in June. Yeah. And then last year, everybody was freezing their butts yeah. off. Like I couldn't imagine. My first year I had a heat stroke day three because I was too hot with my dang fluffies on my legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a time that was. Um, we'll be better at the time we go back. Yeah, exactly. Do you think you'll camp at EDC? I really want to because I know you and I were talking about it because yeah. you were going to get a tent with someone else and then I was trying to find a tent with myself just because I've always been a person that wants to go on the strip just because I'm 21, over 21. And it's so fun being able to go to the nightclubs and the um, day pools and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, yeah. Taco Bell Cantina's on a strip, so like, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, but, so that's really fun. And everybody always doesn't like the travel it takes to get to EDC. Um, but when I do the shuttles, I the last year when I didn't have any issues, I know people have their issues and stuff, but it's going to happen. So I like that because nobody has to be DD. Nobody has to worry about traffic and stuff like that. But the idea of camping sounds so nice because you just walk in and out. You can go get a jacket. Yeah. When it's cold. Um, I was a little turned off because of how hot it gets. But the fact that Pasquale gives you um, AC in the units, there's the pool and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's a whole new event to even attend and experience. So I probably would. Yeah. It's expensive as heck. 
but I would probably pay it. <laughs> or we're saving all this money right now. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. That's the one thing that I'm kind of grateful for taking a break from festivals. Cause I haven't taken a break since I started, unfortunately. Yeah. Same. I always said I was going to, but like then a new one pops up or something happens yeah. and I'm like, I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. So I know. I was nice like, I was like, I've always been curious what my bank account would look like without festivals. And like looking at it right now, I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is it's nice. nice. Oh yeah. That Coachella refund hit beyond wonderland refund hit. Cause I also bought a friend's ticket for her. Oh, okay. That. And then Pasquale also put our passports on hold right now. That's what I was so going to ask if your passports were on hold. Yeah. Thankfully everybody was really worried about it, but like he put everybody else's payments on hold. He put ours, which is very fair because there's nothing happening. So yeah. that's really nice. So saving an extra $90 a month too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. Cause I know completely off topic. My insurance, my car insurance, I have Geico. They did a discounted rate for this next month. And I was like, awesome. I was like, thank God. <laughs> Cause I'm not driving I, my car. Oh no, 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 not driving it anywhere. Yeah. See in my car insurance, they're giving us, Oh my God, it's like a 5% discount or something like that. But we don't get it until the month after we get the money back. So I'm only getting like $10 back or something, but I get it after the fact because it's not discounted in the minute. Yeah. Still nice, but I'm like, I want a little something more because I'm driving my yeah. car every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause you're still working right now. Yes. Yes, I am. That's Thankfully. Fun. <laughs> yeah, All right. So well, we do a little vibe check with my guests here. So we are just going to do, I already did mine at the start of the episode just to kind of talk about what's been going on in my life and everything, but we'll just check in with Rachel, see how she's doing. Um, so if you just want to say how you're doing today, uh, I know you had work. Did you have work today? Yeah, you I did have work today. today. Yeah, I started at nine and it was only a four hour shift and they uh, made it to eight. So it's been rough. Um, I'm working um, in like, what is it, grocery and stuff like that, uh, which is something I personally wouldn't do. Um, no shame on it or anything. But in the beginning of quarantine, I lost both of my jobs. I took like two weeks off and I was like, I don't need a job. Like, it's fine. It's going to be over. And then I realized slowly that I need a job. Um, so luckily started applying to a lot of places and got one. Um, it's a lot of work to be doing and I'm used to serving where you're just working four hour shifts and making crazy money mm -hmm. and now working eight hours, 40 hours a week, which is still normal. I know, but not to me. Yeah. Um, and making, um, a fraction of what I made, but I'm very thankful that I'm able to work right now. Um, just cause I know a lot of people aren't able to, um, yeah. And it's still rough being on literally on the front line of everything, but our job provides us with masks and gloves and um, everything to be safe and careful too, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And quarantine's been going like, okay, at least you have like your roommates and stuff. They're a fun. I bunch. do. That's, that's one thing I'm very, very thankful for this. Um, I live with four roommates and they are four of my best friends. So I got very lucky because I'm quarantined with them. So we've been, we have like our rough moments, but we do like movie nights. Um, one night we did that bar hopping. Yeah. That was so fun. Bar. Yeah. So we've been trying to like find something every day to like, um, not every day, but in the beginning we were and every weekend to do something together and keep our spirits up and stuff like that. Um, we're lucky in San Diego, we have good weather and we have a nice backyard. So if we're not tanning, me and my roommate started picking up hooping, so we're starting that. So it's fun. It's and then two boyfriends moved in with us, which at first was a little rough, 
but it just adds to the fun and the excitement. So there's a lot of people and it always looks like I'm throwing a party, yeah. but I'm not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> yeah. The bar hopping looks so much fun. It was. It was so cool. We did, um, my roommate Brittany did a hippie themed bar. One roommate did a beach bump bar. Um, another roommate did a rave bar um, because that night was uh, one of the Insomniacs ones. Yeah. I but Zed's Dead was playing, so that was fun. It might have been Countdown, I want to say, or something like that. Um, something like that, yeah. And we, so we dressed up for every bar. And then my room was the ice bar, so we did dressed up in, like, cozy stuff. And it was actually really cold in my room. <laughs> uh, it was fun. We just hopped around and stuff. It went all night. And it was a nice little switch up because we definitely obviously missed the bars. But we just got yeah. to cool <laughs> do what you can. I can't mm. wait to see you hoop. I've only seen you do, like, one thing. Yeah, it's it's going slowly. Yeah. <laughs> I really like it. It's fun. Um, I've never gotten into shuffling or flow arts or gloving or anything like that, unfortunately. Um, but getting into hooping has been really fun. It's hard and a struggle. Um, my roommate, uh, Layla, she's been killing it. She's been getting all of this stuff. Um, I just need to dedicate some more time and do it. Yeah. And I think I'll get it. Yeah. Just... <laughs> and it'll be and crazy when... Yeah, I was going to say, it'll be crazy when this is all over, like, how many people, like, pick up hooping and shuffling, and, like, everyone at the festivals are just going to be, like, killing it. <laughs> yeah, because we've had all this time to practice and yeah. stuff. Like, you've grown so much in your little 30-day shuffling, like. Oh, my God, yeah. I need to do, like, a 30-day hoop challenge or something. That'd probably get yeah. me going. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Someone on my live stream tonight, I was talking about how bad I am with winged liner. And they were like, you should do oh, a 30-day winged liner challenge. And I was like, that's actually not a bad idea, like, trying to do winged liner every day. But that would just yeah. kind of be irritating on the eyes probably. But I think that's funny. It's like doing makeup, um, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what? Ban real fast. It's hot. Oh, no, yeah, you're good. <sighs> Too hot. Okay. All right. What are three things you're grateful for? Um, so kind of circle back to what we talked about before. I'm very thankful for working. Um, just cause again, I know a lot of people aren't, um, and I'm the type of person that I can't not work. I get bored and I get lazy. Um, and my mental health goes way down the drain. So very thankful for that. Um, another thing is thankful that I'm living with my roommates at the, or best friends at the moment. Cause that definitely helps too, because even when you're in a rut, like, our roommates will literally like knock on our door and like drag us out of bed if we like yeah. say we're sad and all that kind of stuff. So it's good to have that kind of support. Um, and another thing I'm thankful for, my God, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm thankful for my health, honestly, um, that I don't have any underlying things. So I feel comfortable working right now because I have some friends that they can't work because they uh, have a compromised immune system. So it's more nerve wracking for them. Um, so I'm glad, glad I'm fit to work and I have been feeling good and being safe about going out into the world while also not really going out into the world. Cause we've, we've been quarantining teening since day one. We haven't had any friends over. We've stayed away from our friends. Like we're just following the guidelines and stuff, which is rough cause we have people we want to see, but we know it's for the best thing for everyone. Yeah, definitely. Those are all really good. Definitely puts them into perspective for sure. Um, and then the last thing, affirmation or a goal or something you have 
maybe hooping or whatever, maybe. Um, I think Get the main person. <laughs> yeah, dude, that stuff's hard. <laughs> I posted a video that has like, two views. I don't know how you do it. You are too good at it. I'll get. I'll work on it. I'll practice that every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think one goal I really want on myself is um, I feel like as every girl, we're too hard on ourselves and we pick at every little thing. Um, so I've been learning to look at myself and see the positive things about myself, um, whether it's about how I look and what I do and stuff like realizing like, yeah, I may not be doing this, this and that I may not look like her or them, but I am myself and I'm just trying to be the best that I can be at the moment under all the circumstances. <laughs> I love that. And you're doing your best. We're all just doing our best. That's the thing. Yeah, that's all we I remember <laughs> I saw D player princess tweeted today. She's been feeling like uh, I think discouraged or something because she hasn't been able to like pick up on doing content at home or like anything like that because she's an essential worker tech as well because she works for like a medical tech company or something like that. And like her whole thread was basically the same thing. Like I, I just have to keep telling myself I'm doing my best like that I can like and like don't get discouraged because of what other people are doing, you know, and we're all just yeah. doing our best. Yeah, I had that little rut for a little bit too because I had like <laughs> planned TikToks or like planned um, mm -hmm. photo shoots and stuff like that. And I just couldn't drag myself, especially after shifts. I was so drained and I was like, I got to go to bed again. And I was just like, I don't have the will or the want to do it, even with working out and stuff like that. But then we got to cut ourselves some slack because we are doing a lot and it's okay. We don't need to keep up with everybody else that's doing what they're doing because everybody yeah. has different times they have different mental health that they're like able to get out of bed and get ready and do it. Some of yeah. us, it takes a few hours and that's okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like, for me, I work full time still. I can't really get ready in the middle of the week. Like I do this on Friday nights or Saturdays because that's only the time I really have to like be able to do it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so I like totally get that. Um, well, thanks for sharing all of that. That was a good little vibe check. Your first vibe <laughs> check. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about Rachel back in 2016. Oh my first goodness. Ray, first event. What was going through your head when you were figuring out what to wear or what did you wear? What, what was going on? So for my first rave, it was an actual rave too. Um, in San Diego, we have LED Presents, and it's my life every day. Um, it's like Insomniac. They put on their own events. And I did um, LED Anniversary, which is the Valentine's Day kind of rave we have. Um, and this is when I was back in a sorority in college, and all the frat guys were going to it and stuff like that. Um, and me and my best friend at the time, we were like, Hey, like we've been kind of wanting to check it out. Like, let's go and do this. And when we were getting ready for it, I remember like trying to plan it out and I was looking at everything. And at the time it was crazy, funky shirts and like metallic bottoms and like leg wraps and all of that, or the classic, like I hurt raves, like wrap tops and tie bottoms and stuff. And I wasn't comfortable yet doing a two-piece set I still wanted to cover up which is totally fair and everything um and I wore oh my god the outfit I wore which is so funny that I wore this because I didn't understand what it <laughs> meant um 
but I wore this shirt. I'm like, this is me on top of some guy's shoulders in the middle <laughs> of the grave. <laughs> Our friend's shoulders. Um, and it's a shirt that says, have a nice trip. It's tie-dye and everything. And then I had, like, gold metallic booty shorts on, a fanny pack, and then a scrunchie in my hair, too, and everything. Wow. Scrunchy that was a good one. <laughs> And I think the next best one was a month later, me and my other friend, we went to Beyond Wonderland, um, 2016, I believe. Yeah, 2016. And this was the last year that it was at um, Glen Helen. Um, so that was really fun. It's nice because they only have Nocturnal there now. Um, but I wore a bodysuit, I think, from like Forever 21. Oh, oh yeah. And then leg wraps. I can put it up. Yeah. Okay. And then um, I was trying to do the Cheshire Cat. So I did pink and purple leg wraps. I did a Cheshire Cat face mask, um, pink and purple gems. And then I put my hair in space bonds and stuffed flowers into it. Oh. So I think I've always been a theme queen, honestly. It's been my thing. So it's fun seeing that because personally now I wouldn't wear that, but that's still what the the thing was. And it still is kind of the thing to wear that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's fun to look back. And I'm wearing Chuck's. You will never see me ever again, just yeah. because I am short and I like seeing over people and I love my stompers. Yeah, I think my first, my first was Mad Decent Block Party and I was wearing Converse, I want to say. And I was wearing like a crop top, palm tree crop top, and then just like black denim shorts. And I was like, I wore denim up until probably like 2017, I want to say. Because I, I wore... I wore- I wore denim to Coachella. I know I wore denim to Coachella. Like, and, and then, like, I've worn denim to, like, ACL, which is, like, fine. But I know I wore denim one of the days of Coachella, which I'm, like, why? Um, like, why did I do I that? I did that with Hard Summer, which is, c- comparably to Coachella, probably one of the hottest festivals ever because yeah. it's on a blacktop. It's Imagine EDC, but during the day. <laughs> it's that yeah. hot. And I wore denim shorts that chafed my thighs all day long. And then I think I had like a palm tree shirt or something like that as well. So it was fun. And I luckily learned my lesson in that moment. Like jean shorts aren't bad to wear, but I'm a thick thigh lady and my legs fit very easily. I can't do it. (laughs) Yeah. That was like, for me, Coachella, it was day three. And I'm like, it was the last day and it was hot. And I was like, why did I do this to myself? The same thing. (laughs) Like my thighs were chafing so bad and I didn't have anything to like combat it because I didn't know about that stuff or like what to do or anything like that. Um, And then what would you say is your favorite outfit you've done? Um... Hmm. I have a lot that I really like because I put so much time and effort into them. But I think one of my favorite ones um, that I kind of like came up with too to design and stuff was the one I wore to Nocturnal that um, Taylor made for me. Suzuki, Suzuki, the label. Um, you've actually worn the hoodie, um, but it's the we decided to upcycle a Dolls Kill hoodie. Um, and she cut slits down the side, added chains, added like ribbon fringe. There was, um, stars all over it and everything. And then there was like a star harness. Um, and then I wore my rhinestone platforms too from Dolls Kill. Yeah. So I think I that was that the most, like, that was a fun one. It was very hot and <laughs> a little uncomfortable. And I tried to make myself very comfortable for fits, 
but I was very proud of that because I got the idea from a fashion designer um, and it was a, like a black glitter mesh that we got the idea from and then Taylor just took the idea and just blew it up into that and it was yeah. so fun because I can't really I can't sew for heck but I can kind of design and I have really like fun ideas so it's really fun when I'm able to um, co like get together with Taylor or even Crazeware and stuff and we can like create really fun one-of-a-kind looks yeah you're always so creative like every day you would just send me something random like a random sketch or like whatever it may be like oh you, you could totally do this or do that or what do you think about this and i'm just like how do you think of this stuff <laughs> do you remember all the times that i send you like the pick stitch collages of, i'm like yeah. this is what my my like brain looks like and it's like 10 different accessories and like things yeah. don't make sense but i have like little captions of like what it means and stuff <laughs> yeah it's fun it's a lot of work <laughs> How is what about you? Doing? What's your favorite oh. one of yourself? Um, it has to probably be with that hoodie. That hoodie was is just so oh. iconic. Like that hoodie. Like I got so many compliments, and I just kept on having to say, like, "Oh, my friend Rachel got it, and our friend Taylor upcycled it." Like, because everyone was asking where they could buy it, and I was like, "You can't buy it anywhere. It's like one of a kind," which oh, I think goodness. is so cool and. I don't know. I felt like a bad bitch in that outfit. Like I felt so good. Well, in you were outfit. a bad bitch too, because you had the lace-up leggings, the stompers, yeah. Yeah. the Lena top. Oh, that was, and then the glasses too. You were a full techno house queen that day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only thing was that Rolita top. My boobs kept on popping out, so I ha ended up having to buy like a crop top <laughs> at the festival to wear under. <laughs> yeah, to wear over it because it just kept on like they kept on popping out anytime I shuffled or like moved or something. And like, I didn't wear pasties because I don't wear pasties. I don't, I don't even own any really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big boob problems. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the other part to you is queen of a kind. Um, if you want to talk a little bit about that and how that all came to be. So in the beginning of like making outfits and stuff like that, I had a lot of people, whether it was like friends or random people that followed me on Instagram, that they'd be like, I love your outfits. Like, can you do that for me or can you help me put together outfits? And I realized I was like, wow, I really like enjoying this. Cause as much as I love putting outfits together for myself, I love people coming to me with ideas that I wouldn't even think of and being like, can you put something together? So I started doing it for people. And there was this one, um, I think her name's Ami. It's like a U M I on Instagram. And she's a big, like burning man. Um, and she does Burning Man Festival Fashion Girl, and she does a lot of, like, custom outfits and stuff for, um, like, styling. And I messaged her once about it, just asking, like, hey, like, how did you start styling people? Like, what do you think? And she was like, if you're good at something, you shouldn't do it for free. And I kind of realized that. I was like, okay, yeah, like, I should try and start something like this because nobody really had done anything in the rave community about doing outfits for other people, offering it, and stuff like that. So I created Queen of a Kind. Um, I've always been a fan of Queen of Hearts, and Queen is my middle name sometimes, you know. Um, <laughs> so I came up with that, created an Instagram page. And in the beginning, it was um, just an inspiration page where I would put together different collages of outfits that I liked and stuff like that. And it's funny looking back at it, at much, how much I've grown in my outfits, because some of those things were just not what I would do now. And I was like, wow, like it's nice seeing that. Um, and then I started like a Google form that I think you helped me out on and stuff like yeah. that, um, to ask people and say like, Hey, 
what festival are you going to? What theme are you going for? What are you comfortable wearing? What are you not comfortable wearing? And your price range. Um, and they fill out that form and then I'm able to put together a few different options. And then I send them the links where to buy it. Um, and then they put the outfit together. And then it's really fun because they get to feel like the queen or king that they like are meant to feel like. And then it's nice too because I get to show off more of like what my styling idea is and all that kind of stuff so it was really fun to do and it still is it's obviously on a little bit of a hiatus and it's kind of a bummer because i had some fun outfits for edc for some people uh, me and taylor collabed on this crazy custom for someone so we'll just have to put it off for later yeah. but it's styling is one of my favorite things to do and i love doing it so much <laughs> Yeah. So when you start with someone fills out the form, what is like the first thing that you kind of like look at? Is it like the festival? Is it the theme? What are like those main things that you're like, okay, yeah, like I can start there and kind of go from there. Like what does that whole look like in your mind? So I first look at the festival just because if they're going to something indoor um or if it's something very hot outside if it's going to be a winter festival i take that into consideration right away and be like i need to make them comfortable so that they're not in too much accessories or latex or something when it's really really hot or that they're not covered up enough in the winter or they're covered up too much in the like summer and stuff like that so that's the first thing i see and then if they have a theme or like a color idea or sometimes they can send in um, a pair of platforms that they have already or a pair of bottoms they have and they're like, I wanna wear this, can you style an outfit around it? Mm -hmm. um, so if they send, you know, just the bottoms, I'll immediately try and find the top and it's gonna be, I don't, I'm not a big person on matchy matchy sets. Um, I don't know why, I think I just love mix and matching so many different types of companies and stuff, which is a yeah. little hard because it does get more expensive that way. Um, but then I take into the budget that people say that they, um, have left out, have and all that kind of stuff. So I'll always start with like the set and then if they want to go grunge or if they want to go princess, if they want to do fairy, like that kind of stuff. And it all just like builds on top of it from accessories, um, on your head or like, um, on your body and stuff mm -hmm. like socks, fishnets and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it really is just like a 10 step process and I, keep them in the loop too. Like I make sure that they're okay with the top before I start building off of it. And I send them stuff and I'm like, Hey, if you don't like it, let me know. Like I will keep doing what I can to make you happy and make you satisfied with your look. And it's really nice. Yeah. That's really good. Um, how do you go about finding all these different brands? Cause you send me a new brand probably at least once a week. And I'm like, how does she find this stuff? <laughs> I spend way too much time online and it's it's not an obsessive amount where i'm like looking at other people and stuff like that it's honestly just for the discovery um i use the instagram explore page a lot and since i've looked so much for ray fashion and accessories and stuff that's all my explore pages yeah, now yeah so i'll go on something new every day and i'll see it um even just stuff from other girls uh, my biggest thing in the beginning was uk brands because uk brands are 10 steps ahead of us um, mm -hmm. so I'll always look at what their trends are and try and bring it over here, um, their brands and stuff like that. And then Etsy is one of my favorite places to look because there's so many shops on there that one either don't have an Instagram and that's how people find stuff or they're very low and just haven't been heard of. Um, so I always try and look there first because also it's supporting more small businesses and I want to support them and stuff. Um, so I think I'm just, 
on my phone, always looking on there and even on Amazon if I am. Um, and then big sites like Dolls Kill, I Heart Raves, that kind of stuff to try and find stuff that everybody likes, but also new stuff that nobody's really like worn too much yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. We love supporting small brands here. <laughs> yes. Always the best. It's we good. Those are, those are my favorite um, to do. Cause it also, there's so many times too, that like something you wear can really like help them. If your post blows up or something like that, or just telling another mm-hmm. person, they can make your shop blow up too. And it's nice getting their name out there and supporting yeah. something small. And sometimes it's expensive. Um, but you know, it's going to a good profit. And sometimes their stuff is super cheap because it's handmade and it's, easier and made in you know the same state as you or something like that as yeah. well so. yeah and you've also through this you've been able to like develop really good relationships with a lot of brands right yeah so I think one of my favorite relationships I have not favoritism or anything but one of the ones I've really been able to grow with is crazed wear um they're still kind of small and stuff but their creativity is out of this world. Yeah. They're so good with also um, their prices. Sometimes I honestly think that their prices are too cheap for how good their product is. Um, I They have like, they had their sets and stuff. And I saw one time, I think from um, Jake Ryan and Kaleidoscope Ryan, Rabbit, sorry, Kaleidoscope Rabbit. Um, they always posted their customs. So I was like, hey, like, can you do a custom for me? Um, and they made one for my boyfriend at the time and then they made Coachella outfits for me and stuff. And it was really fun to make that, um, relationship with them and be able to make them step out of their comfort zone and try something new. And then even for me to try something new with like their style and everything, um, from that and then Taylor, which I, um, kind of knew before she had Suzuki or no, I knew after the fact from mutual friends. Um, so we've been collabing so much on so many fun things. Tasteful Girls is also another really fun one. We love Tara. She's a queen. Yeah, she's um, awesome. But she, oh no. What happened? Hello? Hi. You're still here. Can you still see me? Yeah. Uh, what did I do? I'm so sorry. No, you're still here. Okay, well, I can't see you. Okay. Oh, weird. I don't know what happened. Okay, well, anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Tara, she's made customs for me, too. And um, customs is one of my favorite things to do because you're able to create something one of a kind just for you. And you're kind of the first one to wear it if it um, becomes a trend after and stuff. So, creating with relationships with them is so nice because you have a trust within each other to, for them to create something. And then they have a trust in you to, um, I don't know, I feel like bring them uh, more people, but also like be confident in them and all that kind of stuff as well. So it's really nice. And um, I've had a few brands too that have helped me with Queen of a Kind, um, you know, supporting me because it's still small and it has been small, but even simple things of them tagging me and shouting me out was really nice. Mm -hmm. And um, having that mutual support back and forth was always so good to have um, with like multiple rave brands and stuff. And there's many more I haven't um, said, but they're there. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like you also kind of give them a creative challenge because they have like their obviously inventory or their like own creative designs and everything. But when you bring out something new, it kind of challenges them to do something a little bit different. Um, I really liked working with crazed wear when I did, I did the mesh chap bell bottoms. Remember those ones from, um, the white ones. 
Yeah. Yeah. And they were like so, cute. so good to work with on that. I was so happy I went with them because I was like, I don't want it to be like a full waistband. I just want like a little simple buckle, like nothing crazy. And they were so nice about it. And it was very cheap. I was like ready to drop a lot more and it wasn't that bad at all. Yeah. And it's nice. And, um, nothing, no shade on people who charge more at all. Um, no. they're just a little bit more reasonable in some things, which is totally fine. Um, and it's nice too, because when you're not trying to drop a crazy amount on the bigger brands, um, you can go to them and they'll create whatever you want. And they're so nice with their replies. They'll let you do, if you want to take the reins on the entire thing and you don't want two cents from them, you can do that. They'll let you do that. And if you also want them to take their little creative thing, because there was one shirt I had made for a guy that I had an idea and I sent it to them and they're like, Oh, like, what do you think about adding this and doing this? And it was like, I didn't even think of that. That's so awesome. So it's really nice that them and other brands like do that as well. Cause it's just so fun when, you know, you're able to make something insane, just like your two brains, like bouncing off each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So if I were a new baby raver coming into the rave scene and I was like, what the frick do I wear? What, where do I start? I'm going to EDC or I'm going to whatever festival for the first time. And I'm freaking out. What would be your best tips on creating an outfit? I think the biggest thing is don't go for what the veteran ravers have been wearing, are wearing, um, what the festival queens are wearing and stuff like that. Even if, if you want to, you're more than welcome to, but don't pressure yourself into spending, you know, hundreds of dollars on that outfit just because you know everybody else's, um, because we all started somewhere. Me and Aid started in t-shirts and denim shorts. Like we gotta, you gotta work your way up. And if you don't work your way up, that's totally fine. If you want to start at the top, that is awesome. And I applaud <laughs> you, <laughs> but I think the biggest thing is you want to be comfortable, especially at EDC at any festival you don't want to be in something that you're going to want to take off or change out of just because that's a lot of work to do a lot of extra stuff to carry. So you, and another thing too, is you want to work to your body type. Um, not everything is made for your body type, which is kind of hard. You know, sometimes you'll order something and you don't look like how the model is. Um, and that's okay because just some companies don't make stuff meant for you. It's meant for some other type, but you can find stuff that's going to work for you. So go comfortable. And I mean, the biggest thing too right now is like two piece sets. High waisted is the fashion. It is, looks good on everybody's body. Um, I always seem to recommend those in like a comfortable top, whether it's like a strapless or like, um, like tank top ones and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Go with that. Um, and especially if it's your first time, I don't recommend the amount of accessories I wear, the harnesses and stuff like yeah. that. They're, they're, they're manageable for sure, but you got to get comfortable in them. You got to find the ones that'll be comfortable for you. Um, especially with like leg ones, they can get very itchy. They can hurt if they're like too small and stuff. So I would go try and go a little bit basic, but you can still go very flashy because you can do, you know, a sequin set with some necklaces, um, Mm -hmm. some fun headband or like kitty ears, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then Platforms are kind of hard because obviously I didn't start in platforms. You didn't start in platforms. You work your way up. Um, If you want to go in chucks, by all means do. Those are so comfortable. You also have to be careful though because um, with shoes like that, the soles are very thin. Um, So if you're on black top um, or you might get blisters easily that way. Um, My favorite thing in between is going to be combat boots 
always. Mm-hmm. I know you love your docks. Um, those are always like a really good idea because you can go for hours in those if they're broken yeah. in properly. Yeah. Um, but any, I think I switched from, uh, chucks to combat boots pretty quickly, um, and was comfortable in those and trying to find like new ones to do that and all. And there's so many options you can do. And you also, like I said, don't need to break the bank. There's many companies that have very expensive stuff, but there's also ones that have very, um, inexpensive options as well. And if those are still too expensive for you, you can always go to Amazon. Amazon is one of the best places. And if you have Prime, it's two-day shipping. So yeah, you can get sets, you can get accessories, and you can get create an amazing look for under $50 too. Whereas sometimes my outfits are more than $100, which is totally fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think in the beginning, you want to start comfortable. You want to start out slow um, and see what works out for you. And if you can't figure it out, always reach out to one of your friends or so many influencers too, like you and every other, everybody else, like Lena, I know she's always like willing to help and she's a mm-hmm. fashion queen. So being able to like ask people too, they can help you out and recommend stuff and tell you what might work, what might not work and find you more stuff that you might not even know yeah. about as well. Yeah, I agree with that. I um, started out with basic accessories, like a necklace or like a headpiece or something like that. And then now it's been like, Oh, I might have a belt. I might have a harness, like definitely worked up to that. Um, another thing is that I recommend is to check Instagram, like a festival's Instagram page and see what other people were wearing or check the tagged photos. That way you can get an idea of like, okay, this is what people wore to be on wonderland. Like people really do go with a theme or whatever that may be. Um, or like freaky deaky Perfect. with like a Halloween theme. So like stuff like that. I always check Instagram just to see what other people wore. Um, that's like, yeah, my little that way too, if, if it's not like too rabby as well, you can do, you can tone it down as well. Cause it's sometimes hard if you go to Coachella or like life is beautiful as well. And you show up in a full rave outfit, like, no, it's not frowned upon and no, you can still totally do it but it might be a little bit more comfortable to be in the flow of if everybody's wearing like skirts or like bell bottom pants was my favorite thing to wear to life is beautiful and stuff. So definitely looking at the Instagram and past people's photos. I always end up catching myself saving people's photos that I've seen Mm -hmm. into different like categories on Instagram too, that I can look back and, Oh, when I'm going to Coachella next year, when I'm going to life is beautiful or cross, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, this is what they were last year. Let me take that idea and let me build off of it, which is really nice to do as well. And you can also see what brands or any companies that they might have tagged to just to see like, oh, like I've never heard of this brand. Let me like dig into them. And then you might find more brands that you love. Um, oh, yes. You can fall down a hole so fast. Yeah. Of some different brands, which is nice because there's, there's thousands and I'm sure there's so many that I still don't even know about or even heard of that yeah. I'm just going to find out in the next year or so. Yeah. What do you recommend for our boys, our kings? Oh, our kings, uh, men, step up. (laughs) It's hard. It's really hard for men because most options are just going to be t-shirts, shorts, and bandanas. And it's hard because some, you know, men don't have too much of a, I don't want to say feminine side, but that side to dress up and get decked out and all that kind of stuff. And it is a lot harder to find options, but sometimes you can as weird as it is, find options in the girls' options as well. Um, Dolls Kill, their joggers can fit every shape and size that you want. Um, One of my friends, Rodrigo, he is a king, and he shops um, from Trip NYC, 
um, dead blood, um, dolls kill and stuff like that. That's some stuff are mainly, they're pointed towards women. They're kind of made for them, but if you size up in the right way, it can fit you as well. Um, and it's hard too, cause you know, they have their shorts and their t-shirts and sometimes accessories for men are, um, a little bit more glorified in a way that like some aren't comfortable with, but you can go and get like cargo pants and add like a chain to it, put some boots on and then like a nice tank top and like arm cuff or something like that. And it mm-hmm. can really spice up the outfit. Um, but it's fun to see how guys like dress up cause they, sometimes they have like even cooler options that I wish for. Um, crazed wear is amazing. I mean, yeah. really sick pieces for guys. Like they made those latex, um, shorts with all the chains and the fishnet on them mm-hmm. that I'm like, I want a girl version. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> um, and I, my ex, um, last year, it was really fun because he was really, really nice about being, um, into the brave fashion and like letting me kind of dress him up in a way. Um, he wore, uh, joggers from Dolls Kill one time, a top made from Craze Wear, and it was, it was perfect. Like it just looked so good on him and it was fashionable, but also comfortable and still, you know, like manly enough too. Cause yeah. I know that's one thing guys kind of worry about. Um, and he even wore leggings one time and we changed like a fishnet cardigan into like a men's like shirt too and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you have to get a little bit more creative on their side, which is a little bit harder. Um, but there's inspiration out there and yeah. there's this other guy, Joey, I just met on Instagram and he had, um, euphoric rave wear, make him this like fun crop thing oh. too. Um, so I think the biggest thing is you just kind of got to get in your head about it. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of it is going to be custom and what you can find. But my biggest thing I always find for guys too, when they're coming at me for an idea, I, um, will look at like fashion trends and try and figure out like, how can I make that ravey or find accessories on Etsy Etsy, and stuff like that too, to, um, from harnesses to like belt chains, different, even socks. Like if you just change your socks with some boots, like that's the outfit. (laughs) Yeah. Just put a little bit extra effort. I also, I think of, um, Corey Owlize, her boyfriend, they always kill it. And I know from her, she says that a lot of the stuff they do is like totally DIY. Like they just kind of like make it work and pull together stuff from random places. Yeah, exactly. And like, I know he's done like um, some of his leggings from like Amazon that he'll wear Mm -hmm. to match hers because she'll make her outfit and then she'll like help him plan his around it as well. Yeah. Nice. Cause they can go, you can go so simple and DIY is like the theme of the past few years, which is awesome because you can make your own thing and have an idea and stuff like that and figure out how to tailor it to your body as well. Um, And that's definitely one of the best ways to do it for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think that was so good. Is there anything else that you can think of or anything like any parting words? Um, Well, first of all, what do you think the fashion world is going to, where are we going from here? You know, like we have... I feel like the butterfly trend is really big right now, as we can see. <laughs> Love the butterfly trend. Um, mesh is really big. Um, fishnet. And I feel like girls are trying to show a little bit more skin, mm-hmm. um, which is so fun. You know, higher legs, um, yeah. lower waist, chains are a big chains. thing. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder, um, what do you, where do you think we're going in this direction? I also, so I think we'll have people that are going to probably get more confident during quarantine and then like definitely have their outfits that they want to show off and everything. They're definitely going to be more comfortable. I feel like 
Um, I think because we're going to be locked up for so long, us ravers that like, we're just going to be happy to wear whatever the fuck we want, kind of, you know? Yeah, but I also think because we're in this time, I think there might also be a bigger shift into streetwear as well. Like clothes that can also work for being at home, but also for the rave or hanging out by the pool. I feel like we're going to see a lot of outfits that work for different purposes because like for one, Rave with Me Hente is already coming out with like a workout type top. Rolita Couture is working on a top like that. Um, she's also working on biker shorts and stuff like that. So I feel like we're going to start to see a little bit more of that because they're just trying to adapt and adapt to what's going on that way that they can still make a profit because this is like their livelihood because they're a small business. So I was thinking a little bit more of that as well, but it's kind of hard because I feel like whatever trends are happening right now, we might just see a shift and they might still be happening a year from now because we didn't get to wear those outfits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's the hardest thing. I feel like, um, like I had my beyond wonderland outfit set in stone. It's made some things are on pause right now. And I was like, you can wear it next year. And in my head though, I know, you know what I wore to be on wonderland last year. I personally wouldn't wear this year because everything's adapting and changing. But I think, you know, a lot of people are going to sit on those outfits and they're going to figure out how to make it bigger and better or even just wear it because it's been sitting in the closet. And they're like, I did this. I put this together. I'm going to wear it and show it off to everyone. <laughs> yeah. I feel like for the festivals that I had for the beginning part of the year, I'll wear. But because of after Forest, I wasn't planning my outfits yet for like those later festivals that that's when the creativity I think will start of like seeing what those trends will be. So probably like the second half of next year, we'll kind of see a change and start to see like, what's the next step. I feel like. I'm so excited to see what it is. Cause every year we just get better and better and, you know, more yeah. ideas and unique things that, you know, we wouldn't have thought of in the past or even things we brought back from what our parents wore and stuff like that, which is really fun to see. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm definitely there's gonna be, excited. There's gonna be new brands and new festivals too by then as well so somebody's going to come up with something insane nobody ever thought of and that's going to be the trend <laughs> yeah exactly I feel like during this time there wasn't there like that one thing like when we went through a recession or something was when Airbnb and like Uber I know it's like probably not the same as like raveware brands and like festival brands and stuff but like it'll be crazy to see what comes out of this time like there's going to yeah. be some good definitely that comes out of it a lot of good is because everybody's yeah. sitting on their ideas. They're waiting for things to open back up. They're waiting for a boom again. Honestly, there's going to be another boom. There's probably going to be another baby boom because no one's having kids right now. Um, so it's going to be fun to see as hard as this time is and, you know, watching people go through it and stuff like that. We just got to keep thinking about like how great it's going to be. Like that first festival back, like honestly, the first festival, first festival back is EDC. You will catch me there Yeah, because, just to be in that moment at that first set with all of your friends, like, oh, I'm tearing up. Like, that's yeah. that just sounds so great. Like, we all need it. We all want it. It's going to happen sooner or later, probably later, but. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it eventually, and we'll be together. <laughs> that's yes! all that matters. <laughs> we were supposed to be at Coachella together, but. I know. Damn it's Corona. <laughs> I know. But, well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. This was so fun. Yes, thank you for having to me. meet you because I I talk about you so much on the channel and so it's nice that like they finally get to meet you in a more personal way other than like our ratchet cross vlogs 
<laughs> yeah, you freaking flamed me the whole time. Or the picture that you put, you cropped my face onto cheese sticks from Electric Forest. <laughs> That's yeah. still a great one. <laughs> yeah, it's so iconic. But all right, well, thanks so much. And I will talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you so much to Rachel for hopping on to today's episode. It was so fun. We are also going to be doing a video together very soon. We had put together a um, the signs as festival outfits, the astrology signs as festival outfits. That was one of our little creative collab projects we did together not too long ago. So we're actually going to be putting that as a video on YouTube together because we can do a little Zoom thing for it. Um, but I hope you guys really enjoy this episode and getting to know her a little bit more. Please hit her up if you have any questions about festival fashion outfits or if you need your next outfit styled for a festival. She is so helpful. I'll plug all of her stuff in the show notes. And if you're on YouTube, it'll be in the description box. Instagram, I'll be promoing all her stuff, but it is queen of a kind on Instagram and on Twitter, it's queen period of period a period kind. <laughs> um, so yeah, please reach out to her if you need help with styling for your next event. Next week's episode, like I said, we are taking a break. But then the week after that, we are going to be talking about five things that I've learned since turning 25. And so I am really excited about that. Um, but yeah, my birthday is next weekend, May 9th. So I'll be 25 the next time I talk to you guys. I love you guys. Thank you so, so much for checking out today's episode and for vibing with me today. I hope y'all have a great week. Stay vibey, Vibe Tribe.